All right, guys, you are here with the Sportsline Predictors, and I know I say this often, but I mean it every single time, you are in for a very special treat today because not only am I accompanied by Matt, we got Dan Peterson back on for a very special episode of Who Wants to Announce It? Should we let Dan do the honors of announcing this episode? Hell or- yeah. Or Matt, it's your episode. This is this was your idea, so she would let you do the big reveal. But Dan can do it. It's all good. All right, Dan. So in this episode, uh, we're gonna do uh, the bad boys of sports. Yeah, bad boys of sports, and we're talking current. We're talking past and former. We're talking all sites, sorts of you know, bad boy headlines you know doesn't necessarily have to be a player that's dirty or i mean of course obviously I, I do have a player on there that that is a dirty player but it could be any sort of person that you just feel like has a bad reputation for in the sporting world and i i need to thank matt because i think this is just a great great episode idea and i'm so excited to to give it to you guys matt how you doing today I'm pretty good about you. I, I'm pretty excited about this episode as well. Um, I mean, there's so many different directions we can go in. There are people in every sport, whether it be basketball, baseball, football, soccer, hockey, boxing, golf, anything. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I'm doing pretty well. We are on a little bit of a heater on the page since the last time we did a podcast. I know that you guys are ragging me because I think we ended up going, I think, one in three on our picks that day. But since then, we've been on a tear. We went two and one the day following that. Then we took a little day off. Then yesterday, we went six and two on our locks. So loving that. Then today, if you're following, I believe right now we are going. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta remember. Five, five one and one, or six one and one, or are somewhere right around there. Six two and one, five two and one, somewhere right around there. I, I know there's a push in there somewhere. But the eight, the last game hasn't gone yet, but. We're doing pretty good, and I, I think there's another six and two day somewhere in there as well. So we're riding very well on the page. So you need to get out there and you need to follow our social media pages, guys. So if you're on Instagram, it's at Sportline Predictors. If you're on TikTok and Twitter, it's at Sportsline P. Go on there, drop a follow. Let's get it out of the way right here, folks. You know where I'm going. Got to give a huge shout out to the handicappers. They're doing their part, giving us a, a, a big boost. You know, we're getting these daily followers. We're getting these uh, a bunch of just support from these guys. So huge shout out to the Instagram handicappers out there. Also, got to say, got a couple of them to join our fantasy football league. So, so now, right now we're looking at two dual-headed teams from the sports side predictors so you're looking at matt and aj who by far is the favorite if you ask me and then you got you got dom and dan so you got 
you got AMs or Ma with with AJ and Matt. So you either got morning or you got Ma, or you got you got the the double D over there. You got you got Dom Dan. So definitely, I think the two favorites so far. If you're at if if you ask me, but then you we got a couple other 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 handicappers to join our our page. We got two more. I said I wasn't going to reveal who they were. They were going to reveal themselves on the podcast. So huge shout out to them for, for joining the fantasy football league. I want to add in two more handicappers to this. And I want to get four fans in this league. So we'd be looking at four, four and two. So a 10 person league, I think that would be, be great. I think if one of the one of one of us wins. So one of our teams. I think Matt. Well, I think if, I think if Matt and I win, I think the sports memorabilia will will donate it to something or we'll raffle it off to our fans, regardless. And I don't know if Dom and and Dan are are willing to do the same thing if they win or if they want to kind of have it as a shrine. But it, I think if we if we donate it, then we'll definitely replace it with some sort of trophy or something like that. If we if we end up doing that, but yeah. No. When the double D's win, uh, that's probably what we're gonna do. So, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's definitely something that that we're getting and we're expecting to get out there. And if we win, that's the credit is all we need. I'm willing to donate the sports memorabilia to a fan, just so they just for the support and all that. So a huge shout out to that and to the double D's over there. Can't go wrong with double D's. Cannot, especially especially in fantasy football. So, I don't know. Does anybody have anything they want to kind of get out of the way before we get into this episode? Matt, I know you're feeling it with your boy Poston being cut. He had a beautiful first day and then horrible second day that got cut. Oh, I know you were just waiting to say that to me. Scott Scott had a beautiful or a beautiful first three days and then blue chunks on the last day as well and didn't secure that win for us, but... Cantley almost came back. I think he had a top two or top three. Scheffler had a top five. But, I mean, we had a couple of our picks hit. I think three or four of them hit. Yeah. I got something. Actually, I got something I'd like to say. Tell, tell me what you want me to tell me. Tell me what you want to say. So, I really hope that people won some significant money on that Angels game last night. <laughs> Matt, you know I'm still a little salty about that game. I there was the potential to have a combined over fifty runs yesterday. <laughs> fifty runs, he says. Um, no, thirty for sure. I feel like uh, you know. I think I told you. I think it was, I thought it was going to go to thirty-one last night, and I think it ended up going getting to what 27, 28. Um, yes, sir. Slowed down a little bit, but most of that was in the first four innings. Yeah, I remember you texting me because I sent you that little single game parlay that I always send you, a little long shot one. I think it was that I boosted. I think it ended up being like a plus 19.380 value or something. So I threw five bucks on it and it was going to bring me, I think, just under like 900 bucks. And you want to know what I what I was shy on cause, from it? I was shy the one Otani. I needed two. Uh, two Base total bases from Otani. He had one because he went one for seven after getting the RBI that I needed him to get. And then I was I was shy by that LED as RBI because they pulled him. And then he had the one at bat. And then you know the dude who they had pinch hit for him went zero for three. 
So I don't know why they do that, but I mean, it's a little, it's a little sad. But hey, it was a no sweat, so I got the five bucks back. So that's always good about that, right? Good old no sweats. Matt, how are you doing with your bet? Three home runs so far in the Astros Dodgers game this evening. What's the score of that game? Because I got a little bet, that personal bet I threw on that. Currently, 4 1, you had bets for a solo shot. I believe Pena had a two run. I, t- I took a live bet on that, and I needed I – needed... Bray had one. Oh, Bray, you had one? That's good. Here's the thing. I took a live bet on that, and I needed this, like, right as it started because I just missed it, and I needed the score. I, I took the over of seven and a half runs on that, and so far it's looking beautiful for that. I had a couple other of my personal picks hit today. Some of them were, were picks I threw out there on the page. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm betting those, and I'm, I think I hit – if I if this one hits, this will be the fourth my fourth bet that I hit today. So looking at some good good units that way, right there. So loving it, and just missing on like one or two of our of our long parlays, Matt. As usual, I mean, God, I feel like that's the story of our life. One of these days, it's literally one or two legs every single time. It's like a like a twenty pick parlay, twelve pick parlay, twelve to twenty picks at least, and it's just like our long shots and. We're missing by like one or two legs, and it's because these teams just like pull a player like too early, or the or a player who has great success against another one of these teams just decides to go like zero for five. You and all we fun. I know you and I normally will create parlays together. I think it'd be really fun if we did it like a a twelve legger or a sixteen legger with four of us, where we each take four. Don't say anything to the others about the legs. Or we each take two. I say we each just take two. Why make four? Just do two each. And that would still be an eight legger. Pretty good value there. That's true. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think we should do that. And you know what else I think we should do? I think we should start doing some parla build some parlays with the fans on social media. I think that sounds like a plan. I think uh it's a good idea and we should uh we should do it. I like it. Dan's Dan's gonna be making an appearance for some for some betting. I like it. Well, let's let's get into this episode, guys. Let's do it. So where should we start? Does anybody Matt, I feel like this was your episode. I feel like you should be the first one to to take it in. Uh that's sweet. You know you know who I wanna talk. I feel like I feel like you only sent one to the chat and you kept one a seeker. I feel like you you want to talk about Draymond Green. Not at the moment. Ooh. You know who I love talking about? There's so many people you love talking about, Matt. Uh, God. Who Draymond thinks he is. Oh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. I mean, come on now. You can't talk about bad boys in sports and not bring up Dennis Rodman. Dude, those bad boy pistons. Those dirty, those dirty pistons. Not even the not even the bad boy pistons. I mean, you've got Dennis Rodman who he has, let's see, some of the strange and bizarre things he's done. Uh I mean, he was part of the bad boy pistons. He played for the Bulls, played for the Lakers. Um Let's see here. Married himself. 
um, was part of the NWO, uh, took a night off to go to Vegas. Uh, Dennis Rodman was in your head before you even got on the court. Dennis Rodman also, also movie star. Simon Says, 1999, remember that movie? Where he's like, like action hero, like goes to like save everybody or like goes to like Mexico or something. And he's he pretends to be like a monk at some point and it just goes to like say, it's like just a classic action movie that's horrible starring Dennis Rodman. That's true. Uh, I mean, wasn't he also an ambassador to North Korea? That's actually where I was going next. That's, that's so insane. That blows my mind. <laughs> like, I mean, it, you're having you're having trouble with North Korea. Send Dennis Rodman in there. He'll get it. He'll get it squared away. Like, dude, headbutts referee, kicks cameraman. Like, I was gonna say because um, doesn't he doesn't doesn't uh, Kim Jong Un uh, like love basketball? Did he, like, make his own basketball league? And, like, Dennis Rodman is, like, one of the ambassadors of that league. But then you've also got Dennis Rodman, who, uh, if you – obviously, being an NBA fan, you had to watch the uh, Michael Jordan uh, docuseries. Uh, The the only person that he really feared – the only person that Dennis Rodman really feared was when Michael was upset. Um, but you've got Dennis Rodman who hooked up with Carmen Electra in the training facilities. <laughs> the dude was with Madonna. Dennis Jam Three. The list just goes on and on and on for Dennis Rodman. Like, and then the thing is, is you never know what color his hair was going to be. Isn't he also like bankrupt? Or didn't yeah. he go bankrupt? Isn't he like super broke? He is. Yeah. He's still one of the people I love to hate, though. He's got all those piercings and everything, too. And it's it just, it, whenever you see him, he just looks like a, a character from, from like a, like a cartoon. <laughs> but like, I remember like the, the question marks in his hair and all that stuff. And, Oh man, Dennis Rodman, and like I said, a lot of people try to compare Draymond Green to him. I don't even think they're in the same league. I mean, you got—I feel Draymond would be like in the G League to Dennis Rodman. Um, I don't—I don't know if these other predictors agree with me or what, but he. He, I think, didn't he? I'm like looking it up right now. His, he, he wore his shoes, like the type of shoe he wore was like the backward version of like the logo that of like the Nikes. So like I think everything in the, like his shoe was like backwards. Mm-hmm. Dude was just an odd, odd person. I'm looking at a photo of him right now, and he's got three different color hair. Like he's got, he's got yellow green and pink see and the dude didn't care like the dude didn't care if he didn't make baskets it was <laughs> it was about that defense oh yeah thousand percent and you can play they were playing so much physical defense back then yeah 
they were I just mean, throwing people to the ground. It's like, nah, you're not gonna get this. I'm gonna throw you, throw you to the ground. <laughs> I mean, he averaged. Think of it this way: he would average um, in the 1999 to 2000 season when he played with the Mavericks. He averaged 2.8 points a game, but he had 14.2 rebounds for that season <laughs> average. Gosh. And he averaged ha- uh, basically half an hour of playing time. How the same balls. time, how many people do you think turned on the game just to watch him and his antics and shenanigans just to be like, what is Dennis Rodman going to do tonight? I think a lot. <laughs> it's It's one of those things where I think especially when he was playing on the Bulls, like people were tuning in to see Jordan and, and Pippen, but then they were able to see Dennis Rodman doing what he does and, and making it why the Bulls were so, so great in that, that era and stretch of time that just impeccable dog, dog play down low, just willing to just sacrifice his body and do the things that you want. Like your big guy, big enforcer person out there just protecting like your star athlete having his back like like Dennis Rodman's a great person to to just have have his back I feel like no shenanigans dude just like we'll go out and just deck you if he doesn't like what you're talking I think I think we need to get Dennis Rodman as a predictor dude if we could get him on as a predictor I would I would wrap my pants I don't know if I'd be able to contain myself during the episode So if you're listening out there, Dennis Rodman, we would love to have you on the podcast with us. Everybody at Dennis Rodman and tell him that he's got to get on an episode of this podcast. So so I'll actually kick it over. Dan Peterson, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking, um, you know, he was definitely a character. He was real interesting. And uh, he, you know, he kind of changed the game during this time period and made it something unique and uh you know he's a very unique person but um someone that i would like to focus on um he's a bad boy in kind of a different way um i'm a Mats fan and the guy that i would like to talk about is um one of the four-time world series winners one of them was from the Mets in 1986 um daryl strawberry yeah he's actually coming to syracuse soon yes he's gonna be i want to say august i want to say 18th 16th around there uh going to the mets syracuse mets and um doing some signing and making an appearance but um i'd like to focus on him because you know he had a rough life you know he had a lot of problems with alcohol a lot of problems with drugs uh he was arrested um for cocaine soliciting prostitutes um there's even mentioned that uh he would you know have sex between innings and games that he's playing in and i'm like that blows my mind like how does that even happen you just go to like coach like uh i'm gonna, I'm gonna be somewhere else for a couple uh couple of minutes and i'll be right back but at the end of the day, he's he's changing his life around. He's he's a preacher now, uh, evangelist preacher, and you know he he's kind of making light of what he did and, and making himself better. And you got to respect that. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely a ton of people that I know who, who've kind of been in the same situation who unfortunately haven't been able to turn their life around, but no, got to give huge props to, to strawberry. I mean, especially probably growing up, probably didn't have the best, you know, support support system. And it's probably how he got into, you know, some of these unfortunate, uh, you know, headlines and times and, and, and trouble, you know, for him. And being diagnosed with colon cancer in 98, like, that's that's terrible, you know. Any type of cancer at a young age, like that's when he was just starting his career, and you know, to cope with that, to just like continue life, you know, it's it's some people reach out to certain things, some people reach out to the bottle, some people reach out to drugs. Fortunately, during that time, that's what he did. But now he's become more like spiritual, and he's reaching out to other ways, and and you know, it's just. It's just amazing how people cope with different things, you know? Yeah, I know. And it's great, especially, I mean, to see it all pay off. I mean, he's he's in the Hall of Fame. Mets Hall of Fame. I mean, Mets Hall of Fame. I should say Mets. Yeah, I think his, uh, he was close in the 2000s, but I guess his career was a little too short to be considered for the Cooperstown Hall of Fame. But, I mean... I still think there's time with what he's doing now. And I mean, he's a first time world series winner. He was an amazing hitter. He's, he's done a lot. And, you know, a lot of people when they hear Daryl strawberry, like they, they know who he is. He's, he's made a difference in a lot of people's lives. So I think there's still time, but yeah, he's in the Mets hall of fame in 2010, but still we in Cooperstown. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, would be kind of cool to just take a little trip up the road and, and kind of see some of his stuff in there. So he, he's got to get in there. Have you been a uh, Cooperstown at all? I've been once when I was younger, but I, <laughs> I definitely want to go on a trip. I, here's the thing. I was just supposed to go on a trip with Matt and Petrosky, actually. I think our junior, my junior year, so your, your senior year. No, wait, did you, did you graduate with my sister? Were you two years ahead of me? Yes, um, uh, 2008 I graduated. Yeah, so this was this was going to be in 2009. So we were going to go. <laughs> and I ended up being sick, and I couldn't go. So they ended up going on this trip, and they had a pretty good time, I believe. Right, Matt? Yeah, me, Petrowski, and Jake Glad. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jake went with you guys. Yeah, I was the odd man out there. That was some some good times. I think we definitely should do a little uh, sports line predictor trip to the Cooperstown Hall of Fame. That'd be fun. You gotta go to gotta go to the Hall of Fame. It's right. It was, that would be a great idea. Hour hour and a half, hour forty five minutes to two hours away, right? I believe. Yeah, one of my good uh, college buddies, uh, Bobby Bauer, is actually from Cooperstown, and uh, he told me about how you like people in Cooperstown. There's like a few different places to work at. Um, it's either work in the Hall of Fame or work at Oma Gang Brewery. Uh, we went to Oma Gang and um, beautiful beers, beautiful food. It was a great place, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. The town of uh, Cooperstown. I've been there a few times, and um, it's a great place to be. Yeah, there's a couple. My parents actually have gone to Cooperstown a good amount. Whenever they go, they stay in like a haunted hotel. 
or like bed and breakfast or something like that. It's like apparently like it's haunted. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I had dinner there a couple of times. Um, I've never actually stayed the night in Cooperstown. Usually it's a day trip for me. Um, there's also the museum there, but um, I take that back. I, I stayed with my buddy um, overnight, but I was at his house. But I think I've heard about it's It's crazy about like the amount of haunted places in New York State. Oh, there's so much. There's so many haunted places around here. There was there's like the mines, like somewhere like pretty close to us, or like somewhere. I I don't know. I know there's mines. There there's some cabins. Or I don't know. There's just all these places around in Utah. There was a, a good amount as well um, of haunted places that that people would just go to, or just little little places where people would get lost. And I'm like, why are you even going there if people are getting lost? Like you guys are idiots. But I, I think what is uh, Gettysburg? I think has one of like the most like most. What is the what's the word like? Uh, ghost ghost activity, supernatural activity, paranormal activity, paranormal activity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so AJ, I think we got to take the sports line predictors on tour and just go to all the different Hall of Fames. I think so. This is the boxing Hall of Fame, like right in Utica, right? Yeah, yeah, right in Utica. We could also do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and and catch a Cleveland Browns game while we're at it. <laughs> there you go. I mean, we did we did go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before back in yes. high school, and then we went and saw the uh, what was it the uh, the Indians and the Pirates. I don't think I think that was before I got there. I think that was me and Peterson. Yeah, that I remember been. the Hall of Fame, but. We went to a MLB game in high school. Yeah, we went to. I believe it was the Pirates and the Indians. You mean the Guardians? Well, back in the, the Indians at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember we went to uh, Hershey Park. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we went to. I I just remember we went to Cleveland. It was with uh, Mr. Deffren. Yes. Yeah, I definitely wasn't there. Yeah. But I definitely remember the Pirates played. No, it was... Uh, I wish that would have been a fun one to go to. I, I think we definitely just got to get a little Sportsline Predictor tour. Hit, hit up some games, hit up some cool things, you know, a little little day trip, little little two-day trip. Have some That'd fun. Frozen Tundra trip. Gosh, got to go see Jordan Love. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we could go see a Packers Vikings game. That would be fun. That'd be, be really freezing. Fun. That would be pretty cold, but it'd be worth it. Not if it's indoors. That's a fair point. Yeah. What are you guys uh what are you guys most excited for about about that that game? The Packers beating the Vikings without Aaron Rodgers. How uh, much the Vikings are going to beat the uh, Packers after they can't score a touchdown. Excited nice. for the fact that Delvin Cook is not playing against the Packers. That is a good point. Um, they still got Jefferson, though. I mean, they got rid of Thielen, but, you know, if you put four guys on Jefferson, I'm still hoping that somehow they'll, they'll get some respect. Put Jair Alexander on him. Yeah, I mean – 
him plus two or three others, you might uh might make leeway. <laughs> so we're we're starting to get off topic though. Uh, AJ, where are you going on the Bad Boys tour? Hey, I'm going with someone who's not necessarily a bad boy on the field. I mean, some people could argue and say he's not that good of a player. But he's definitely a bad guy off the field. And we're going with Mr. Jameis Winston. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, Jameis Winston is a quarterback in the NFL. He's had a couple scandals, though, back when he was a quarterback for Florida State, including a couple. So there was the famous... Jameis Winston steals $32.16 or $0.72 worth of crab legs from a Tallahassee Publix grocery store on – can I just state one thing? When I say this date, Matt, you better know why I love this date. On April 29th, 2014, adding to a lot of issues Winston had while attending FSU. (laughs) That happened on my birthday. I know. So, he was probably trying to steal them for you. That was your birthday present. Here's the thing. He had just won the Heisman, and then he goes and steals crustaceans, pretty much. Natural high, I guess, you know? You know, this is, and this was before he even got drafted into the NFL. He also had a couple of sexual assault violations while he was at Florida State. So when he so he had a couple of Florida uh, a couple sexual assaults at Florida State, but also outside of that, he was also accused of stealing and sexually inappropriate and shouting a sexually inappropriate phrase in a common area at Florida State University while he was a student. So no so this dude was going out there and throwing touchdowns and breaking records and stealing trophies and then going to literally like the library and probably telling people to suck his dick honestly is what I'm what I'm guessing he's doing which is honestly just sounds like an episode of Blue Mountain State if you get to it. <laughs> it does. It really does. Thad Castle in the flesh. Exactly. Shout out. No, 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 no. Radon Randall. Dude, Radon Randall. Pretty much. So, Jameis Winston also has one of the worst hype-up videos ever in, in the history of the NFL, where he put his hands and fingers into a W and proceeded to say, we're going to eat this. And then started eating the W's. So, I don't know. Winston's just one of those players that his play hasn't really hyped up, especially his time on the Buccaneers. I I know he had that one good season. But the, the dude also had to get laser eye surgery because he was throwing too many interceptions and he couldn't see where he was throwing the ball. So just very bad decision making all over the place, all over. I don't know what you guys or what your thoughts on are on Jameis Winston, but but that's kind of what I have for him. I mean, definitely has kind of 
leaped a couple hurdles and we'll kind of see how he goes this year. I know he's still on the Saints, so we'll, we'll kind of see what goes there. But usually he's pretty hurt. Usually doesn't get in. He's another one of those players that uh pretty certain where it was a baseball player too. He played in college, yeah. Yeah, he also had – I think the scandal that he had for, for Florida State is, like, with an Uber driver where he, like, went and, like, tried to, like, grab her crotch, like, when they were, like, eating, like, fast food or something like that. And I don't know. And then there was, like, another one that said, like, he, like, had, like, sexual relations with her and that he, like – like, he, like, denied it and everything like that and that he kind of was just, like – charged it was never charged or anything like that and then i think there was also one where they they had to pay like a million dollars on a lawsuit for for another one of those allegations and things like that so i mean we could also talk about some of his on-field things where he is he was he was dirty when he was actually on when he was actually playing um aj I want to see if you know this stat. I believe he has a record for most passing touchdowns by a rookie in a first half. And there are two other people that have that. As a rookie? Yes, sir. All right. And I can give you one of them. The other one you should know. I should know? Oh, shit, man. All right. Don't. So is one of them Marcus Mariota? Yes, it is. Okay. Is that the one that I should know or the one that is like the one that you were going to give me? That was the one that I figured you would know, you know, being a a big Falcons fan. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. Okay. That's what I didn't. That's the only reason I thought that you were thinking that I should know that one is because he played on the phone. Okay. But he did that when he was on on the the Titans. But I remember watching that game. Um, okay, the second one is it Steve Young? No, more recent. More recent. Okay, more recent. Give me a year or a three year. Give me three year. Give me a three year spread. Or give me a team. Give me a team. Sorry, my 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 mic was on mute. Uh, you want? I'll give you a five year. Okay, give me a five year. Twenty fifteen to twenty twenty. Okay, so he came in in twenty twenty fifteen and it's up to twenty twenty. Okay. And it's a rookie who passed for the most passing touchdowns in a first half. Yes, sir. And he came into the league somewhere in between 2015 and 2020. Ooh, this one. Another another hint I can give you. Yeah, give me one more hint. Has the, has the potential to be on our list. Ooh, ooh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, that was too easy of a hint for you. Yeah, I know. 
once you said that because I was thinking I was like because him, him and Jameis Winston just going over they like have so I was much just going to mention him that's so crazy yeah you were going to mention him yeah I was, I was going to uh, 23 pending civil suits against him I was going to say go right in, go right into it I, he was oh, I, I, he wasn't going to be uh, one one uh, that I was going to go into but that just came to mind when you said Jameis Winston and everything he's done it's kind of uh, Similar. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Matt, it seems like you're in the mood to just take things over. So let's go right into your next guy that you got for us. <laughs> well, it's not Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next guy that I'm thinking of, what sport do you guys think I'm going with? I'm hoping you're going with football. You're hoping I'm going with football. I mean, there are so many things to talk about in football, you know, especially with former quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, talking about psychedelic drug use at a conference. (laughs) Uh, Dan and I got to look at that article together (laughs) this past week. Um, But no, it's not football. Where are you thinking I'm going? Ooh, where do I think you're going then? Hopefully, probably baseball then. No. Ooh. So where are you headed? You got another boxing for this list. What was that? Did somebody say boxing? Yes, sir. (laughs) You know who it is. You going with Tyson? Yes, sir. Awesome. What about Tyson? Why not? The dude's a legend, honestly, in my book. He was gonna be my third. Like he is ridiculous. Dude ate an ear or bit an ear off. His scene in the hangover. Have you seen his cartoon show? Pretty sure he owns tigers. Um, I would have loved to see him because he, he was actually on tour telling uh, stories about his life and all that. Uh, he went to Del Lago just before the pandemic hit. I would have loved to go out and see him. He just he seems like a fun guy. Stories. Yeah. The uh, Especially with the face tat, you know, it's he's definitely a scary guy, but he definitely would be, seem like the type of person that would actually be a pretty chill person to have just like a conversation with. I hate he would to be say another it. person I would love to have on the podcast with us. Um, I mean, he he had so many different so many different things going on. I mean, he was uh, he was arrested for rape. Um, I mean, he uh, it's just he had so much. I mean, he had the he had the face tattoo. He's been in the Hangover movies. Uh, he was another one who who went into the wrestling area and became friends with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Texas Rattlesnake. <laughs> um, he, I mean, he also had a lot of like pre-fight like fights, didn't he? Like did he like instigations and stuff like that? Like things would like happen in like all of his like pre-fight like interviews, like that's true. That is true. Um, I mean, he he is just a bad man. I mean, 
what was his final record? I think his final boxing record was like 50 and six or something like that. All right, man. Yeah. I got a question for you. Sure. How much money would you have to be paid to take a right hook or a left hook from, from, from Tyson? You get to pick which one he's hooking you with. I am not taking a hook at all. <laughs> what about a jab? I am not letting Mike Tyson hit me. <laughs> How about you? I don't know. I've got to put in damage and like stuff like that. So I'm thinking maybe like a, I might do it for five mil. <laughs> Who knows if I'll be able to like actually like do shit with my life afterwards? Who knows? Maybe I'll just, I could be put into a coma from it. You never just be hospital bills. Yeah, just literally just hospital. I could spend all your money. There's like trauma therapy sessions. Like that five million is going to be, but it's, it's more for just saying like, yeah, I'm the guy who got decked by Mike Tyson and got paid $5 million. And then you're probably going to get some royalties off of that. What about the uh, guy that, uh, Got punched by him on the airplane. That's true. That was what, like last year or whatever. Yeah, he, he said uh, <laughs> he's actually probably paying for it. Yeah, he was. I, I saw the video. And he was a, a jerk to him. Yeah. Um, that's just this the thing. Like people, people think that they can just do something like that and and, and get away with it for for what? Just because he's famous. Like you think you're gonna get something from it? Like no, like you still gotta be a decent human being, like regardless of of someone's fame. Uh, yeah, I mean, I that is a large man. I would not poke the bear. I don't know. Even, Dan, even if he offered me any sum of money to take a hit, would not happen. Sorry, I'm not letting my bike hit me. Dan doesn't know how much. What do you say? I said, how much money would it cost for Dan to, to to get hit by Tyson? Oh, I wouldn't take any money. I'm just trying to think, like, whose ear did he bite off? That's all that comes to mind. It's Holyfield. like I remember, like Holyfield. 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 That's right. That's like I remember, like, and you know what's what's even better? I'm pretty sure him and Holyfield combined years later. This was recently. I think it was. Uh, I think they went on a venture for like edibles, like gummy ears or something. Oh yeah, I think so. That's nice, you know. Makeup, you know. That's yeah. Yeah. kiss and makeup. <laughs> you first, folks. Kiss and makeup. Uh, how uh, many? How many of uh, us sports line predictors do you think it would take to take down Tyson in a fight? How many do you think of us you would need? Are you talking like primetime, Mike, or are you talking like now? Now. I don't think it really matters. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely taking all three of us regardless of, of either time. That's true. It's, and throw Dom in the mix. I'm sorry, Dom. You're, get, you're getting hit by <laughs> with us. Dom's getting the ear bit. Yeah, yeah. We're throwing him. I mean, Dom will probably put up the best fight against him, but he's getting the ear bit. <laughs> All right, no, dude, Dan, Dan, come over there, and he'll just come on. Dan's got those little shifty. He'll, he'll come over there and get him in, like, a little uh, headlock or something, trying to hold him down for us. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally use you as a shield. 
as a riot shield, and I'm going to charge him, and then I'm going to use you as a battering ram. <laughs> I won't even put a dent on Mike Tyson. He'll just flick us off. Basically. Yeah, that, honestly, probably really true. <laughs> I do have to say, I did love his uh, cartoon show. It was on Adult Swim, Mike Tyson Mysteries with uh, Blake Norm MacDonald. That show was amazing. Norm MacDonald, what a cool character. Uh, what was he, with Adam Sandler and, and all that, and Saturday Night Live and all that. Just great. Jared Ferguson. Yeah, dude, so funny. <laughs> So, uh, where does that take us to Dan's next uh, bad guy? Yes, sir. So, I guess mine is toned down quite a bit. Um, I went with uh, teams that I was that I'm fans of, and the other guy that I was thinking of, uh, he used to be a Viking, and he now plays for the Bills, uh, Stefan Diggs. Um, he's a real emotional player. He's a great player, amazing player. Um, he's he's breaking records. Um, he did I say something about Diggs to you? I know I said that to AJ. How he uh, was upset with the Bills because uh, they didn't they didn't go more aggressively towards Hopkins. Yeah, you did send that to me. He was, and I said because he needs someone to not. He's getting double teamed and triple teamed. He he needs he needs other he needs another receiver in there so he can have a a, a decent. Ever since that that miracle, yes, miracle, in the seventeen, he's he's just been an elite wide receiver that's been covered and he's still been able to break this coverage. But last season, I think it was a little bit more of a of a decline for him. I mean, touchdown wise, at least. was a little bit of a decline and you know um one of his standout like uh blow-ups was against the the Bengals when they lost and like there's uh uh videos on twitter about him just going off on allen and i guess like after the game he just ran out of locker room and now there's all the controversy about him and, and training camps uh this year but um was that like when he was in minnesota as well like with Bradford, or I don't know if he played with Bradford, or, or like with Bradford, or or with Cousins, or or anything. I'm pretty sure he got traded to the Bills because uh, he wasn't happy with the amount of uh, passes he was getting from Cousins. Cousins is a smart guy. He, if he thinks he can get you the ball, he'll throw it to you. I, I like Cousins. I'm I I do like Cousins as a quarterback. I think he's a really good Agree guy. To disagree. I like, like Cousins him? as Washington's quarterback. I I I like he. Here's the thing. You gotta say he is a, a, a good guy. He's a decent. He's the opposite of, of what we're talking about. He's a very decent. guy. Yeah, like uh, you know, drive it, drive grandma's van, drive a van, grandma's van. Just you know, super humble guy. Pretty much the whitest person you know. Have you seen him uh, with uh, videos after the wins? He used to put on everyone's uh, jewelry, and he, uh, he would dance with them. He just some out of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Shuffling back and forth, and like that was the is the whole thing that uh you know he's putting on everyone's uh, bling, and it was funny, really funny. But um I don't know when you close your eyes when you're getting sacked, that's never a good sign. And when you have players like Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, even Adam Thielen, that like you just pass the ball in their vicinity, and they can catch it. I don't know. 
You know, I mean, on paper, he's an amazing quarterback, but he has a lot of amazing receivers. Yeah. Kind of comes up short in the playoffs, too. He was kind of comes up short in prime time. Exactly. Very true. Well, let's get back to Diggs. Let's get back to Diggs. Definitely a, a talented receiver, someone someone that I like. But, yeah, I know, if, regardless if you have that talent, you can't – I feel like you can't be yelling at, especially teammates, including your your quarterback, who's the one who's throwing you the ball. Like, I mean, you need to have a good repertoire with him. You need to, If you're upset you're not getting the ball with him, you know what you need to do? Go talk to him and say, hey, let's go out and let's run some routes. You're absolutely right. There's different ways, more constructive ways on uh, how to go about things, you know, uh, conversations. You know, you have to uh, develop a relationship with them and, you know, you have to have rapport with them. You know, it's, it's, it's the NFL. It's not a peewee. It's not high school. You know, you can't really throw a tempered tantrum when, you know, you're getting passes. You got to be like, hey, you know, I've seen it this way. I saw it this way. You know, maybe you can give me a look when I'm uh, doing this route. You know, just kind of communicate better. You're you're absolutely right. You know, you can't if you have the talent that doesn't give you justification to you know kind of be a jerk. Also, think about it from a quarterback standpoint. Like if you're yelling at him because he's mad that he's you're not getting him the ball, you're gonna try and force him the ball a little bit more, and you're probably gonna be doing a bad pass, you know, rather than someone else who is open because you're gonna say if I throw it to this other guy he's going to come at me for, for not throwing it to him. You're going to make poor looks. You know, you're not going to have the confidence. You're not going to have the flow. You know, you're not going to have that that connection that you need in the NFL if there's going to be, like, you know, a little hiccups here and there and, um, you know, a little jawing off. Run some end arounds if you want to get it. Say, hey, I'll run some end arounds. You want to get it more. Say, hey, I'll be punt returner. Tyler Lockett returns punts. He's he's their star receiver. Well, I mean, he, arguably he's their star receiver. He's, they got some good receivers over there now, but he he, he returns punts. If you Lockett want the had a great more, year. There's different ways you can get the ball more. I don't know why, but something that sticks in mind is uh, another receiver that was a punt returner was Cordero Patterson. Yeah, and he's an amazing punt returner. But running back as well was went to running back for a while for the Falcons. Yeah. And, you could throw him in anywhere. The utility player. Um, and another player that was like that for the from the just going off Vikings players is is Percy Harvin, who also had a little bit of a scandal. I mean, as well, but kind of was yelling at his teammates, very similar to Diggs. But hey, I mean, there's there's different ways that you can go about this. And, and the way that he's doing it is, is not the way that it should be done. Just doesn't look good. Like, other teams are seeing this, and it's like, if he's doing this to them, like, and I and Josh Allen is his quarterback. Like, and if we go to trade for him and our quarterback is Justin Fields, a quarterback who's not as vocally outspoken or as solidified as, as Josh Allen or one of these elite quarterbacks that he has played with, you know, like – He's just going to eat him up. It's just not going to be good for him. Like you're not going to want him on your team. You're absolutely right. It just uh, creates a toxic environment that is just poor for team chemistry. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, should I get into my last guy? 
Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, I know I said last guy, but I actually have two for us. So I'm going to go with my first one, who is a hockey player, because you know I guys love hockey. And we're going with – I'm pretty sure people are guessing it, because if you're thinking about hockey and you're thinking about a bad guy, and I'm going with a current one, it's definitely Tom Wilson. This man is a dirty player. I know I said I had a dirty player earlier, and this is the guy who is the dirtiest of them all currently in the NHL. So his career, he has he's one minute shy, I believe, of just of 1,300 penalty minutes, which an average penalty is, is two minutes. For, for you know for any sort of just minor and then you can get a five minute penalty for for roughing or, or something like that and then you can get a 10 minute penalty for instigating he's gotten multiple 10 minute penalties for instigating he's gotten multiple five minute penalties for for roughing and he's been suspended actually five times and fined three times one of them he was handed back in May 1st of 2018, which is probably one of the biggest hit and biggest scandal, dirty hit that you could talk to, is when he got a three-game suspension for an illegal head check for to the Pittsburgh Penguins forward Zach Aston Reese in a playoff game where not only did he hit him, he hit him so hard that he broke his jaw. So so the Pittsburgh Penguins guy got his jaw broke by Wilson. And Wilson left, hit him with his shoulder. It's a high hit, you know. Some people saying there's nothing you can do. He also got another bigger suspension in 2018. Just a little bit later, on September 30th, he got a 20-game suspension for an illegal hit on the head of the Blue Center, Oscar Sundquist. So the head was the main point of the contact by Wilson, and it was his fourth suspension in 105 games, what the league called an unprecedented frequency and led to one of the longest ever in NHL history. He's had 76 career fights, and not only that, he's lost 1 million Two hundred, just, just shy of $1.3 million of his salary has lost because of suspension in 2018 and hockey players like i mean you don't make a lot of money i mean if you're a good hockey player you make a decent amount but like you're not making like this isn't like oh that's 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 pocket change to them like it's that's still a good amount especially for one year for fines like come on the dude the dude is infamous for coming off the bench and just literally clear knocking a coming onto the ice just for just for the sole fact that he wants to hit a player and he wants to take him out of the game he's like the embodiment of slap shot like the the brothers from that or a goon like he's he's like a movie character yeah and then you want to know the crazy thing about it he's figured out how to kind of break the system now where he's still able to play more he's playing still playing dirty but he's not getting suspended. He's not getting fined because he found he literally found the fine line that you can't cross, and he's literally teetering it, teetering out of the loophole. Yeah. Also, he's That's in. Nuts. A bit, but 
when he's on, he's definitely a player that you got to look for. He's willing to fight pretty much anybody. He's he's fought so many of the other players, goons and enforcers, just they're bad guys and just has whomped them. Like, dude's an absolute monster. Dude, is, is, you think he would fight Mike Tyson? I think he might be able to beat Mike Tyson. Here's, here's the thing. Hockey players fight a little dirty. They grab the shoulder and they try to pull down, but they got really good balance. That is a very good point. And you want to know what they really on skates? Yeah, they've and and they they actually really utilize the uppercut, which I think a lot of actual boxers and other players, fighters, UFC fighters, and people don't utilize as much. I don't That'd know. Be interesting to say. I just tell teammates at each other. Just a dirty guy. There's so he has. I said he had seventy six career fights and if you pull up a video if you pull up like videos of just like nhl fights like you're gonna run into multiple videos where clips he's fighting in are are used in that clip multiple times like or or if you're looking at dirty hits like probably you could pretty much find like a, a 30 minute compilation of of dirty hits by tom wilson and i'm pretty sure the next player you could do that for is maybe like 10 15 minutes like he's doubling doubling that like it's impeccable so i have definitely a bad boy definitely a bad boy i have one more bad guy for us that i felt like we could go with i know we were talking about some some bad some bad boys and things like that that may not have been giving us a good good vibe or anything like that. I mean, definitely some some sadder storylines. I'm here to give us a bad guy who actually has a very funny storyline. And it's White Goodman from Dodgeball, a true underdog story. You guys remember White Goodman, right? Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Yeah, nobody makes me bleed my. If you can blood. dodge a wrench, then you can dodge a dodgeball. Dude, that movie's so so funny, and it's sports related. So I felt like I'd throw him in there. So he lives in Los Angeles, and he's pretty much if if for those of you who don't know the sh- the show, Ben Stiller's the 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 villain of this show, and his, his character is the owner of Globo Gym, and he's the rival team of the Average Joe's Gym, led by. Uh, what's his name? The uh, who's the actor? Uh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yeah, Vince Vaughn. So yeah, Ben Stiller versus Vince Vaughn, and, and Ben Stiller, huge narcissist the entire movie, like just totally in love with himself, trying to steal like everything that Vince Vaughn holds dear to him, and you know, so he 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 creates this this dodgeball team full of just superstars that he he pays egregious amounts of money for and they call it the what's it the globo gym purple cobras and it gosh when they are actually like doing like the videos of like them playing dodgeball and and it has like what's it uh bateman the bateman dude or he's doing the the commentary for the ocho espn the ocho it, it's like it's just so funny like he's like grabbing his crotch and like shooting guns and everything like that but i think the whole thing that makes him like the 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 
bad boy of this whole thing is that he tried to pay off Vince Vaughn $50,000 to, to throw and sabotage the championship game, which it looked like Vince Vaughn was going to do. But at the last second, he comes in there and he saves the day and obviously turns White Goodman into essentially a nobody. So that's my that's my last bad guy in there. I don't know. I just want to mention that Chuck Norris was in that movie. With thumbs up. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Lance Armstrong and David Hasselhoff as well. Yeah, dude. Freaking what's it, Knight Rider? The Hoff. They <laughs> uh, yeah. watch. Baywatch, I was gonna say Baywatch, and um, yeah, dude, I, I, I like the, I like David Hasselhoff. He's a funny dude. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> the uh, <clears throat> the uh, other special guest appearance of uh, oh, what's his name? Crap, or is it a girl? Isn't it like a girl singer or like a male singer at the end? Like when they're at the when they're at the it talks to Vince Vaughn or something like that or somebody. Oh jeez, I don't remember. Wow, there's like a some of this stuff just like it's just bringing. I haven't seen it in so long. It's just like makes me want to go watch it now. Last time I saw it was actually in the movie theater back in 2004, and I still remember that scene with the guy in the wheelchair throwing a wrench. And patches of hula yeah. hand, yeah, yeah, just a great movie. The uh, you you want to know it's funny? The he's he's just that's so we were for our kickball game, we didn't have our shout out to to the retinal terrors for, for my work kickball team, but we didn't have our jerseys ready, our shirts ready in time for week one. So my my suggestion was that we should go out there in, in BDSM gear, change our name to the average Joe, and say we we didn't get our uniforms in time and, and go out and play in that. And then the next week come with our actual uniforms and everything. So, you know? so the team was gonna raid your closet. <laughs> we would have everything. Might be a might have to do a little bit of alterations because a lot of leather is really hot when you're playing kickball and you're sweating a lot. You got to get the little looseness in there. Don't want things just sticky and tight. But you know, it, it also probably pretty nice because if you could get some assless chaps while you're playing kick, uh, kickball, I bet you there's nothing better. I mean, you definitely wouldn't want to dive or slide. I bet you if I go if I went out there and I wore assless chaps and BDSM gear, like stuff like that to play kickball and I pitched, I would pitch a no kicker. Hands down, you, you probably would. Yeah, no, I think that's what I, I think that's the secret to kickball. I think I think we just found out this literally the, hack. the kickball hack. <laughs> you know what? Um I was actually thinking that I wanted to get going with the uh what we I think what the sports line predictor should do. We should get like a a wiffle ball league going on. That's not a bad idea. Because you can wiffle ball you can make smaller. So we can have team we can have like a team of four or five people and then we can we can find other teams to play like four or five people. And we can we can 
record the games and everything and we can live stream them and people can watch and, and we can have fun with our fans and everything while playing some wiffle ball. Bet on who the winner will be. Exactly. Over and under on, on strikeouts and pitchers charged. Charge the mound to every every at bat. You struck me out. I'm charging the mound. I throw the wiffle bat ball bat at, at the pitcher every single time. That would be my move. I would be the bat flip king of wiffle ball. And then he would be uh, on the bad boy list. Oh, yeah. Maybe, gosh. We don't need that. Maybe maybe I should cool it on the wiffle ball for a little bit. I uh, I did uh, I did pitch in our playoff game the other day. We lost, which we usually do. I mean, we, we haven't won a game. But we've been playing a lot better. I pitched in our playoff game. And this guy had two strikes on him and it was two outs. And when I went to my windup and I went to go pitch the ball, I mouthed strikeout to him and then he kicked it foul and it's a strikeout. And then that was a, I walked off the field and I pointed at him. Did he key your car? No, but they did win 13 to zero. That's when he went up and did the home run. Small wins, small personal wins. That's honestly that's what... like if we're not gonna win in this, like I'm gonna I'm gonna win some other way. And th- this that's how I do it. I'm a dog on the kickball field. I think I went I went one for two that day. I only got to kick twice. I went one for two, had a double, and then I try the next the next kick. They couldn't advance me to third, so I stayed at second. I let off, so I let off, and then so I stayed at second, and then they had a beautiful kick to to left field. So I went, so I went home, but they were just yelling. Like I, we were already down five or six. I think we were down five zero and it was like the second inning. This was, yeah, the bottom of the top of the second. We were down five zero. What's the mercy rule? Hold on. No, let me get to this real quick. Let me get to this. <laughs> so we were down five zero and I was like, well, we need to get, I, my whole thing on the season was we need to be more aggressive on the base paths because we got to get more, we got to turn singles into doubles. And like, once you get into doubles, you got to be able to smart, be able to smart where to kick it. And you got to be able to, to kind of go from third to home so you can get it out of there. We can score. Cause I think my whole premise was that I would rather us get out trying to extend a base than get out just like easily on the next play. Aggressive so, base that's, that's a good strategy. So, so long story short, we're adding HJ to the bad boy list. The long story uh, short, I got gunned out at home, and I tried to smack the ball out of the guy's hand when he when he went to go tag me with it. And I've done that multiple times, and the guy said, "Don't do that again, or I'm going to cite you for unsportsmanlike conduct." <laughs> and That's I'm, awesome. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a bad boy of, of kickball for sure. But I, I I think that's all we. I think that's a good place to end off. You know, we talked about bad boys, and we got a bad boy of the sports line predictor. So stay tuned. We'll have another episode of the bad boys of the sports world or something similar. I feel like we can keep going along with some sort of spinoff episodes where we go over some player, you know, some sort of topic of things. I I like that. I don't know. You tell us guys, you tell us fans. What did you think? I I think we can, can keep going with it. You know, I, I think it's a beautiful thing, but other than that, just let's just, let's just end with this. Get out there. Follow our social media pages because we're we're on a little bit of a heater. If you don't, you're going to regret it. 
We'd love to have you join us and be ready for some fantasy football and be ready for some more fun episodes just like this and be ready for golf on Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, we drop it every Wednesday at 10 PM. Sometimes we drop it earlier if we do it on Tuesday, but yeah, Matt, Dan, you want to say bye to the fans, say you love them or anything like that. Or you want to want to have them leaving more, wanting more from you guys. I just got to say, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And you all know how I feel. Matt never likes to say it, but it's okay. We know you love us. I love you guys too. I don't forget about you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't be doing any of this. So other than that, guys, have a great one.